This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. Strangers and aliens. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that He created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Strangers and Aliens. It's me. It's Ben, your friend. Hi, I'm ben. here. It's 2018, and because it's 2018, well, we're just excited for a new year. And and when I say we, I mean me, and I mean two other people. That would be Evan, who's hey. sitting right in front of me. I bet you didn't think I was Hi, here. Evan. Hi. Hi, Evan. And that would also be Steve. Hi, Steve. No, that's me. Yeah, that's Sorry. you. Hi, Steve. That's you. Nice hey, beard. So Thanks, man. the three of us have gathered together. That means it's strangers and aliens. And that means we're going to actually talk about like a topic instead of doing a road trip yep. or something like that. So, which means hopefully we'll all get along. And Hey, <laughs> since it's the first week of 2018, we're going to talk about 2017. Yeah, of course it only makes sense. Right. Of course. What else would we talk? Yeah, you know, we're going to look back at the year and some of the things we enjoyed and... Specifically geek things. Yeah, specifically yeah. geek things. So I've asked Evan and and Steve to uh, limit themselves to about five... Th- not about five. Limit themselves to five things mm-hmm. that were just highlights of the year, especially geek-related highlights. And then one thing that is geek-related, utter disappointment. Okay. So, uh, and then Evan yes. has a list of upcoming things for 2018. I do. That we're going to talk about if we're excited about them or not. So, Indeed. should we start in the past or look into the future? Let's start with the past, Ben. And okay. may I just say, I think 2017 is much better, was much better than 2016 as far as quality geek related things. I would agree with that, I think. Um, I can't remember much about 2016's geek-related things. I just remember the movies were really – they were not hitting the mark for me. If I remember but correctly, if I remember correctly, we just had a hard time like talking about things that we were excited about from 2016. Did we? Well, I mean like, – wasn't, wasn't 2016 Arrival? I don't know. Mm, probably was. I don't know. That's what – I just remember us going to the theater a lot and being like, meh, yeah, it was okay. That's what also <laughs> happened here in 2017. But a lot more was positive. Like, wait, wait, wait. 
Thor, Ragnarok, <laughs> and this, uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah. And, you know, and those are just the things we disagreed about. I mean, because this year we also had, wasn't this Transformers The Last Night? Yes. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but we knew that was going to be awful. But we had, in 2016, <laughs> we had Star Trek Beyond. We had Independence Day Resurgence. Uh-huh. The Life of Pets. I didn't see that. No, <laughs> I, I saw that, but I didn't see it during the year. Suicide Squad, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 2016 was just kind of a, okay, we're, we're just getting through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2017 had Wonder Woman, had Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. had um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League. Um, Murdered on the Orient Express. Which I still haven't seen. Pretty good. Uh, King Arthur. I didn't see that Legend one Legend of the Sword. I didn't see that one either. <laughs> Emoji movie. Oh. Alien Covenant. <laughs> I haven't um, actually seen Emoji movie, but I, I fear it by sheer reputation. Yeah. Oh, no, don't fear it. I Just fear don't it. watch it. <laughs> like, that's that's the solution right there, man. It had Smurfs the Lost Village this year. Nah, I can't speak to that. <laughs> I can speak to that, but I won't. Because it's not on my list of five things that I wrote down. There were some good movies. There was some good Netflix stuff going on. Because mm-hmm. we had all the Marvel stuff. We had Stranger Things Chapter 2. We had, um, yeah, there was some good stuff. Com- Troll Hunters. Yeah. yeah. Voltron. <laughs> uh, comic book wise, not great for me. Not a great really? year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and part of that was there was two series that I was reading that I was really excited about. In 2017, the final issue came out in 2018, and it stunk. Which what series were that? They were um, uh, they were the Artari series. Oh, so Centipede. I didn't know about that. Yeah, Centipede, and then they did Sword Quest. I saw the original Atari, the mini uh, comic books from the, uh, the the game cartridges. Yeah, from like the, the early 80s. I still get some of those. I had three of them from the cartridges. And then I got the other two from eBay. Yeah. Yeah. I just remembered something, and now I'm changing something on my list. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're going to talk in specific about these uh, five things from our lists, and then the one thing that just, oh, man. Bad. Yeah. Just bad. Yeah. So y- uh, you may get a little bit of a rant from me. There, there me may too. be a little, a little bit of a rant. <laughs> it may, there might be, because I'm serious. The thing that's the my low light for 2017, geek wise, mm-hmm. it made me angry. Mm. It yeah. made me just plain angry. So you know what made me angry is having to remember it for this list because I had completely <laughs> forgotten it, and then I was, <laughs> and like, then I go and bring it back up for you. <laughs> I was racking my brain, and I'm like, oh well, I guess I could put that on it. Oh, well, that's really not the. W-. And then I was like, oh no, it's that. <laughs> so should we start with our worst things? I, uh, you know what? Let's let's end with our worst. We'll, we'll do our favorite things, and then we'll do our worst things, and then we'll we'll go back toward hope for the future. All right. So we'll start with joy from the past, and then. Sadness from the past and then hope for the future. There's some sort of biblical something. It's a good sandwich. Uh, that some sort of biblical scholar could maybe pull out some sort of biblical teaching by doing it that way. Old Testament, 400 years of silence, New Testament. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Bam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but we're, we're not going to do it for I you. I did it. 
except Evan just did it. So. <laughs> so let's let's start. Let's just do this round robin style. Okay. All right. So we're gonna start with you, Evan. All right. And then we'll move to Steve, and then me, and just choose one of the things off your list. In no particular order. In no particular order. This is just highlights, things we really enjoyed. All right. I'm going to start with a surprising one, I think, for you guys to hear. The Boss Baby. <laughs> the movie. Mm. I, I did right. see this. Did you? Did you like I it? I did. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, my 16-year-old son had a 16-year-old friend come over to visit. And uh, this was two weeks after we had watched. No, one week after we had watched Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. And they were... He, his friend was going to spend the night and I came into the, actually the room we're sitting in right now. They were getting ready to quiet down. I'm like, okay, you guys, you know, the other kids, they're all playing over there. So what are you guys doing? Well, we're going to watch boss baby on Netflix. Nice. <laughs> like, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> I really, I really liked it. The, uh, the, what do you call it? Production design, character design, uh, art style, blew me away i love it i think it's a beautiful movie um and the themes are really great too it's just a testament to the power of uh imagination of a child um and then also family and and love and it's great and the opening scene or not the opening scene the second scene where uh we find out how babies are actually made um is great and it could actually be just its own little short film and be wonderful it's not graphic. No, no, no. I mean, I mean. Well, they they <laughs> they fully depict what happened, Steve, and it's an assembly line in heaven. Um, Got it. Yes. Yep. So, as we all know, that's how it happens. But then, okay. what I love is at the end of that assembly line, um, like if they're how does that work? If they're cute. No, if they're ticklish. That's right. If, if they're they laugh, ticklish yeah. and they laugh, then they get put on a slide that takes them down to earth. But if they're um, if they're not ticklish, they get put into baby management. Correct. And, <laughs> well, and they get a desk job in baby heaven. That's not the part that was like off for me. The part that was off for me is your gender is decided by a pinball machine <laughs> flipper. So maybe not the most biblical way of looking at uh, uh, <laughs> creation, but it's cute. And uh, the, the rest of the movie is it's really good. It's funny. Yeah. All right. It's funny. Did I start recording? Yeah, okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. I, I mean, I just remember leaving the theater, like, grinning ear to ear and smiling throughout the movie. I just really enjoyed myself. No, so. we, we had a lot of fun, and that was one that we watched as a family, mm. and on, just on Netflix, Pizza Night, you know, and we all enjoyed it, except maybe my wife may not have been in, in for it. No, because she, my wife is really good at at uh, identifying voices. Oh. At, like, really good. So, like, we'll be watching something, and she'll be in the other room. She'll be like, is that so-and-so? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so for this <laughs> one, it was uh, – Boss Baby is um, – Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. And so she was in the kitchen, and she – is that Alec Baldwin? <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Yeah." laughs> so, But other than her, the whole family enjoyed it, and that was just because she wasn't watching it. Awesome. Yeah. So, okay, Steve. What do you got? What's a, what's one of your highlights from 2017? One of my highlights. Let's see. I'm going to go a, a little bit uh, off board, but it had to do with space. Okay. So I lumped it in because yeah. it was just a really good movie anyway. Uh, uh, Hidden Figures. Which, uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. 
the beginning of the space program. It's it's you know it's it's a real life thing. It's based on real life events and people and stuff like that. Um, I mean, but, sure, it's it's a 2016 film, but go ahead and include it. Is well, it? I it was so late in 2016. Sure. I thought it was one of those yeah. like late late release things, you know, that type of thing. And then I just gave it the grace to have it be as part of 2017. So yeah, um, it's fine. But yeah, fantastic movie, and it was clean for the most part i can't remember any bad words um it's a period piece so you know you get a lot of like late 50s early 60s culture um stuff in there and and everything and uh and you know it it it's basically it tells stories of these unsung heroines that uh you don't you know you don't get a lot of um uh you know strong female characters in movies that are based on real people uh, you know, and, and I mean, you you get strong female characters a lot in other things, and I'm not not, giving, not trying to take anything away from them, but to see, you know, this actual thing that happened, and you're actually giving people the credit that they deserve for it. Um, I like it when that happens. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I um, liked it a lot. I, I heard a lot of people who who really enjoyed it, though. Yeah, spoiler: they they dig it into space. Steve, you can't be telling people that stuff. Sorry. Good. All right, and I'm just going to start with this one. Uh, Star Wars. Highlight for me. Mm. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm. We will be talking about it again sometime, so I'm not going to go into any further detail. Um, But I want to be able to see it again before we do our our follow-up episode. But, yeah. Not me. But um, Seen it twice. That's all I'm going to say. It's, okay. it's it's one of my highlights. I really enjoyed it, and we have a podcast episode about why I enjoyed it already. So, yeah. all right, back around to Evan. Okay, well, I gotta pull up my list again here. I just want to. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say next uh, all of the Superman comics that are coming out this year. Uh, wow. In particular, the Doctor Oz storyline, which I will not spoil here, but it's pretty cool. It's tying in with some of the overarching rebirth stuff that's going on. But that particular story, the art is great. Um, and the, it's just a, a nice, tight, cohesive story that's got very personal and far reaching, uh, implications for Superman and his family. And so I, I'm loving, uh, the stuff they're doing with Superman's son, because now he has a son in the comic books and it's not just a, a one time, Son, he has in a comic book, but then it gets erased by Mr. Mixius Pitalik or not an alternate dimension. They actually, <laughs> he's there to stay. So it's pretty cool. And then there's, there's a lot of crossovers they're doing with Batman and things, uh, with, cause Batman has a son too. And so they're doing the Super Sons comic book. I've been following that. So I'm just so pleased with what DC is doing with Superman, my favorite comic book character. And, uh, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling to get the Superman I know and love back after, um, the new 52 Superman, which I did not enjoy at all. Very good. There you go. All right, Steve, another highlight from 2017. I'm going to go with something that, that, um, I didn't experience a lot of this myself, but my son did. And my son, he's, he's a tech geek. And, um, he, uh, got the, um, the Nintendo switch this year. And, you know, watching him enjoy all the different stuff and hearing him talk about it, I sort of wish that he was here that I could just, like, you know, get him to, to talk about it for a little while. But he's a little on the shy side. He doesn't like to really 
put himself out there. But he gave me some notes about it. Um, let's see. Uh, basically, uh, he said the big some of the big things about it. I won't go too much into it, but basically, mobility. Uh, it allowed people to bring PC or console quality games anywhere, maximizing the time you have with it. Uh, he says it was a great platform for indie games, so much that the small company games dominated the bestseller list on the Switch store. And even tiny games that came from uh, came from being an iPhone game get love on the Switch. Uh, record-breaking sales for both the console and the games on it. Um, the Switch sold, uh, he says he's, it sold 10 million copies. I'm not sure exactly if that's the final number for the year or whatever the deal is there, but... That's what he says. And also he says uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild won game of the year. So, And he, he shows me that game all the time. It's a very nice, cool graphics, interesting storyline, um, and all that stuff. So uh, the Nintendo Switch. All right. Very, very nice. cool. Uh, okay. So for me, my next one is, uh, I already mentioned it, but Stranger Things Season 2. Mm-hmm. That was... That was a highlight for me. You guys are taking my stuff. Yeah, that was mine. Still can, you still can say it. <laughs> like We could just all stand in agreement on this thing. I know. We don't have to have I 15 come up things. With more stuff. You don't have to come up with more stuff. Stranger Things Season 2, I enjoyed. I wish that Stranger Things Season 1 had been called Stranger Thing, so that this next <laughs> yes. season could be called Stranger Things. Yes. Um, and then for Season 3, we could have Stranger Things to the third power. Like, Maybe strangers things. Um, but yeah, because of the alien aliens and then alien oh, three was gotcha. like alien gotcha. to the third power. The yep. cubed, yep. um, which didn't make any sense. I mean, it's purely a design thing, I think, but or it could be stranger things in the three is three claw marks going across. It's true. The logo. Yeah. Yeah. But Stranger Things, uh, Paul Reiser, he's in there. He's oh one yeah, of the, see the aliens guy. Well, mm. he's from he's in Aliens, yes. Right, but um, I mean he's also Mad About You, which right. was a show that was on NBC Thursday nights or whatever for <laughs> I don't know, 10, 11 years, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, and my my wife and I watched that one a lot. Nice. But, it was part of the Friends universe. Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he did he rent a room from Kramer? That's Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah, that's Seinfeld. But he, but um, there was a, a waitress. He in the place that he would uh, they would go to eat, and the waitress was the twin sister played by the same actress as Phoebe in Friends. Yeah, and then you have Kramer in there, and huh. so like all these Thursday night must see TV shows were all like because of these connected characters. I did not know that. Interesting. So, yeah, Stranger Things season two, and you guys don't have to change your list. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me add. I'll just keep mine on here, and let me add something to that. I got to go to the Stranger Things um, special event. That's right. You did that. They had in, in. So apparently, the targets in Indiana, where Stranger Things takes place, uh, all had a competition or something. To see who gets to host the official Netflix Stranger Things event. Oh, I didn't realize that's how it happened. I think that's how it happened. I'm not 100% sure, but I heard things. And apparently Mishawaka, where we live, our very own town, we won. And so Netflix had the Stranger Things event 
at our target. So wow. I went, yeah. So I went down there with my wife. We're like, oh yeah, let's stand in the line. We'll get some pictures and stuff. The line was massive. It wrapped around the whole park. Did it line. really? Oh my goodness! People would get there two hours early, and they would just barely make it into get the picture i guess and so luckily we had friends uh zach and anna nelson who have been on the podcast before they were there and they were already pretty far ahead in the line so we joined with them in their group and we got they had a, they had the hawkins uh van set up like it was levitating in the air mm-hmm. they had 80s bikes that you could go and sit on pose for the picture they had um our arcade games from the 80s there and then uh, if you got there early enough, they had a lot of free swag. So you got Dustin's hat. We got official <laughs> Netflix popcorn, which wasn't very good. And uh, <laughs> some people got T-shirts, I guess, and, and stuff signed by the actors. So it's pretty neat. Um, and then I watched Stranger Things. Season 2 didn't uh, get much sleep that week because um, it was freaking me out. Mm. But, <laughs> but still enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. It was. It, it's on my list uh, more for the the event of it than the storyline of it. I, I preferred Stranger Things one a little bit better, maybe a lot better. But um, we, I got to uh, experience rewatching Stranger Things and then watching Stranger Things two with my oldest son who hadn't seen any of them, mm. and uh, so that was a, a special time that we had together. So that was uh, that's why it's it's on my list. Cool. And Steve, I, I had a crossover with your list, too. On my list is Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, you can take that. I'll take the Switch. You can take Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I'm all mixed up, though. Like, I don't know who shared our – I mean, I – Just it's your turn. Just, just do turn. it. Just do chaos. something. It's yeah. Right. I'll do I'll do The Breath of the Wild, and then we can, we can move on. So um, one of – if not the best video game I've ever played in my life. Um, every category that you could have for judging a video game on its quality, 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Wow. And there's nothing else I can say about it. That's it. So if you have a chance, go play it. It's so good. Um, and I'm, I think you, even if you're not a Zelda fan, if you're listening to this podcast, surely. You're a fantasy fan, so you'll enjoy the game. I'm pretty sure. So interesting. Pretty High cool. praise. Pretty cool. High praise. All right, Steve. What's your What's another one from your list? I'm gonna jump out there and um, put Wonder Woman on the list. Nice. I would, wouldn't say it's a perfect movie, but you know what? If you can't have Linda Carter. <laughs> then you know this was it was just a, a really interesting retelling. Um, there was a lot of stuff on Themyscira. There was a lot of uh, you know the, there was a the link into the the whole Justice League universe and all that stuff is probably the best movie in the Justice League universe so far. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with agree. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know everyone's sort of gaga over you know. I, I, don't, for, I don't know if it was me or if it was just everything or whatever, but it just seemed like women's issues and women characters and things like that were, were really big this year. And this was like one of those things where it was sort of like a lightning rod 
where like for instance uh the last jedi i won't go into it didn't really enjoy it as much as other people did but not because of female characters or something like that like some people have said that the you know that the female characters ruined it or something i have no idea what they're talking about because i just had other problems with it um and you know in case in point you have wonder woman which is a, a movie about a female superhero and i didn't have any problem with that happening either i just thought it was well done and you know last jedi wasn't as well done let's just say here's what um, i think steve I think yeah. that the whole like the whole gender issue going into Wonder Woman is what allowed it to actually do as well as it should do. Mm. Like I, I think if that wasn't a factor, that it would have just gotten mediocre reviews. Yeah, mediocre reviews, yeah. panned. Uh I, I think it allowed maybe some some reviewers to say they liked it better than they actually did like it. Mm. But that encouraged then people to actually go and see a movie that really they needed to go see. And I I feel like of all the DC movies, that's the one that has the most critical acclaim. And I feel like there were there were certain people saying, well, I can't say I don't like it. Yeah, (laughs) because if I say I don't like it, then people are going to like crucify me on Twitter. Mm, Right. And and so I can't say that even though I hated it. And that means that more people, I think, got exposed to it in a positive way, even if it was a false positive from some reviewers. But um, And even from the box office standpoint, I think that it did better than it would have done. But because of that, it, it allowed people to see a movie that was really worth seeing. So it's kind of this snake eating its own tail kind of thing but <laughs> it's my uh, favorite iteration of wonder woman that i've seen so i like it a lot all right then <laughs> okay so for me i'm gonna go to star trek now star trek discovery oh. um i didn't watch it in 2016 or 2017 i watched it oh wait maybe i did no, I did. It was over Christmas break time. Nice. Um, but I enjoyed it. Now, it is a much rougher Star Trek. It is a much uh, – I mean, there's there's language that you've never heard before in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there is some uh, sexual content. Mm. Uh, the There's one scene in the final episode that's actually just really gross. Mm. Um, and it's, it's makeup lady like she's in Klingon makeup mm-hmm. like over her whole body Ugh. and it's gross and you see her whole body Ugh. or almost her whole body and it's just like what did I just see that <laughs> what? Oh. but um but none of it is well it's for shock value but not the the titillating kind of shock value mm. it's the Ugh, what did I just see mm. um, almost body horror <laughs> almost almost but it's um but that scene is in the context of someone who's dealing with PTSD uh, and it's really interesting and they're dealing with some stuff that Star Trek hasn't dealt with on this level as far as the the psychological side of things uh, but then it's still there's exploration there's strange new life forms and um, it's I felt like it was really well done I haven't seen obviously the second half yet because it hasn't been released yet but um, 
yeah, it was, and it was fun for me to be able to watch the first episode. And this was definitely 2017. The first episode was on TV. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to sit in my living room, change the channel on my TV to get to the channel it's on, sit through commercials in a live broadcast uh, with my wife in the room. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to watch Star Trek on TV. Cool. Very cool. I actually watched it. I was um, on, a, on an airplane back from Dallas, and I was able to watch it in the air flying. It was really kind of cool. The first episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish they had done things a little different with the release. I mean, this is CBS All Access where you have to get mm-hmm. um, you get a subscription, and they only played the first episode on TV. Um, they really should have – the first two episodes should have been together as this kind of one-two punch kind of thing mm-hmm. because they really – the second episode ends on a much better cliffhanger. And and sitting through the second episode, you get to experience it uh, all together and there's there's a lot more stuff going on where um, – it, it's a two-hour movie that's a kind of a prequel movie mm-hmm. to Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um yes. But then I also uh, listened to the audiobook. Uh, Stuart from Welcome to Level 7 loaned it to me through whatever you do with Kindle Ultimate or so. I don't know. But <laughs> somehow he loaned it to me and or Audible or whatever. And I listened to that. And that's a prequel story. And that gets into um, the main character. She's Spock's step. Not step. She's in a – yeah, step sister. I don't know. She's adopted. By Spock's parents. Okay. So that's how she's related to Spock. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spock actually shows up in that book. Oh, really? Yeah. And you get to see them working together to solve this mission. Cool. And yeah, so it was between that book and that series, this was a pretty good year for me as a Star Trek fan, like hmm. enjoying myself do you that th- and Star Trek Hero oh. Clicks. <laughs> so do you think uh, Zachary Quinto will show up? I, he could. He really could because he'd be just about right as far as the look right. for that time period because they age so slowly. Hmm. He could absolutely do that, but I really doubt it. That would be cool. I mean, he started as a TV star. Yeah, no, it'd be really neat. That'd be awesome. It'd be really neat, but I, I really doubt it. Hmm. So, uh, Yeah. Cool. Okay, what do you got now? Uh, for me, the, my last one is uh, The Black Blossom. Which is oh your comic? Yes, my comic. It's my first. Uh, it's my first ever, I think, officially published creative work that's not under somebody else's banner. So, like, I have Basecamp Adventures, the audio series, but that's under Life Action. I'm producing it for them. This is something that I'm producing myself, and so it's just really cool to finally get it out there. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's at Patreon.com/slash/BlackBlossom, where you can look it up on Facebook. Very cool. And uh, it's a superhero series. Uh, the character is based off of my wife. And uh, <laughs> I'll let you figure out why you can read it. I, I put some uh, commentaries on Patreon. Well, you have to be a subscriber for that. But I believe that I, in on the Facebook page, I put a video on there that explains that for free. And, and so, but all the comics, you can read it all for free. It's all on there. I'm releasing a half page a week. So. Check it out. And it's just been really fun to draw that, write it, and uh, see people respond to it. Wow. Pretty cool, man. Thanks. Right. Steve? Cool. My last one is 
I'm surprised no one has mentioned this, so I'm trying to think to myself if it was actually released in 2017. But I thought it was, and I checked with other people, and they thought it was. All right. So I'm just going to say it, and if it's not, then... We'll run with it. That's what I got. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, that's 2017. Yep. Okay. I'm sort of surprised you guys didn't mention it already. Uh, It was just a really fun movie. Unfortunately, it had, you know, the throwaway line, which was ridiculous about porn. Yeah. But, um, and some other minor content, I guess. Um, but it was, it was a really new version of Spider-Man. What I really enjoyed was not seeing his origin again. Um, how many times can, you know, characters be bitten by radioactive spiders and have it be interesting? (laughs) I think the answer is maybe two. (laughs) <laughs> but um you know after that it's sort of like i'm done with the whole watching i i just i don't like origin stories you know they they can very rarely capture my attention in a brand new way or whatever and they just skipped it you know they mentioned it briefly and they just rolled with it um seeing uh the spider-man character again that we saw in the uh the avengers movie um or was it uh it was Captain, Captain America, America Civil, Civil War. Um, it seemed like an Avengers movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> and just have, having him back and, and you know doing all his stuff and, and learning all his, all his tricks and everything. Uh, really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it too. Karen was a great addition. Karen? His suit. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I... And I disagree. I did not like. <laughs> I don't like I, uh, the stuff they did with Iron Man and Tony Stark and 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 the tech was fun and funny and interesting. But I really, I mean, to me, Spider Man is a loner. No, I just, trying to get by. You know, and, I agree with and you. And so there. he 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 has all of these things that are just pushing him up, up, up. And and I I, would, I really wanted to see him like climbing up instead of being given gifts to to make him well, go up. He did know? that at the end. But I Some. I totally agree with you. I, I'm not a fan of the Spider-Man Avenger in training stories. Um, they've done a lot of that in the Ultimate Comics and in the TV shows and things. But uh, that part where he's in the warehouse just talking to his iOS or whatever in the suit that was just that was great. Well, they 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 did good things with it. Yes, it's just. The thing itself is something I'm. Yeah, I, I'm much, yeah, I'm much more of a fan of him against the world, and he's he's kind of nailing into Spider-Man, just but kind of wrecking it as Peter Parker all the time. Yeah, so I like that. I think there's so many iterations of Peter Parker and Spider-Man that this could fit in with one of them. I didn't have that much of a problem with it. It, it totally does. It totally fits into that. Like I said, the Ultimate Comics and the the Ultimate Spider-Man television show. Which we do not speak of, except for this instance. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so because of the way things went with Stranger Things, um, I still have two Go on my list. So one of them, you said I didn't mention Spider-Man: Homecoming, and I didn't, but I was going to say just Marvel on the screen. Nice uh, for because you have first of all the beginning of season five of Agents of Shield that just started that in, in November, and this this whole thing where they're they're in the future in space, kind of, but the place where they are in space is a destroyed earth. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just fun. Um, Spider-Man, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy volume two, 
Ragnarok. I enjoyed all three of those. Um, you had Inhumans, whatever. But <laughs> the the series, the the honestly, the, the Runaway series. Oh yeah. For Marvel is Runaways. I mean, it's just it's so good. And now we haven't seen the final episode yet. It's on Hulu. But we've seen nine episodes. But nine out of ten episodes yep. um, have gone out, and it's it's been so so good. My wife loves it. It's I, it's different in that it's not as dark as your Netflix series, mm-hmm. um, and I think in some ways it's better than yeah. than the Netflix stuff. Now I haven't seen Punisher. I didn't watch that yet, which is a 2017 series. But I think I think um, Runaways is easy, is. Uh, is better because it's easier to get into. I think that's part of it. I mean, it's just, it's more relatable Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's kids. I mean, it's a, it's a teen drama, but then you throw in the parents and the the whole idea is, um, every kid thinks their parent is evil. What if you were right? You know, like, (laughs) and it's, it's all about this group of kids and some of them have powers and some of them have other things. And they find out that mom and dad are, Part of an evil supervillain cabal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really fun, really good. And then uh, even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, the way it ended, um, the beginning of the year. I mean, mm. there's some good stuff going on there, too. So Marvel on screen has been really, really good. Now, I know people talk about DC on screen, the Flash series, the Green Arrow, and all those shows. I, I trust that they're really good because I've heard lots of people talk about how they're really good. I just haven't gotten into it yet. Flash is good. I just haven't gotten into it. And and so that's why I'm not mentioning that. But the Marvel stuff on screen this year has been just really, really good. And I'm kind of forced to watch that stuff. Um, <laughs> it's his job. It's, it's in some ways almost <laughs> uh, because of the other podcast. But uh, yeah, so I'm not just saying it because of that podcast. I really, I really have enjoyed it this year doing that podcast and doing those things. The final thing for 2017 was an absolute accidental discovery for me. Mm. Um, but this goes back to my childhood. First of all, battle of the planets. Uh, that's that show that used to be, uh, on and it started out in Japan as Gachaman and they brought it over to the States. So that little American and Canadian children, cause I watched it in Canada. Um, <laughs> could have something that was kind of almost a star Wars kind of thing, you know? And, uh, later on in life, I find out that it was Gatchaman and that, and so I discovered the original series and how, uh, how that looked and how that played out. And, um, on Blu-ray and DVD, now you can get series two and series three of Gatchaman and that's great. And I didn't realize that was a thing, but I accidentally, I, that came up on Amazon on one of my searches, but I was looking at this app called Tubi. T-U-B-I. And the reason I was looking it up was because it showed up on my Blu-ray player as one of the the apps that you can use to watch stuff <laughs> along with Netflix and uh, YouTube and all that. I'm like, well, what is this? This is interesting. So I look at, look at it. I didn't uh, sign in on my DVD player, but I got the app on my phone and I'm flipping through it and they have anime selection. I'm like, okay, what do they got? And they got Macross and they've got a bunch of other things that I've heard of but have no interest in watching. Dragon Ball? No. Oh, no. You <laughs> can't find that on iTunes. Either. But then they have this show and they only had one episode of this show and it was called Infinity Force. So it was Infina and then the letter T and then Force. And I'm looking at the the 
thumbnail picture of this. I'm like, that looks like the main guy from Gatchaman. And so I look at it and I click on it and it's it's a 3D animated show and it is featuring my guy from from GeForce from from Gatchaman. I'm like, cool. oh, nice. what in the world? So I look into it and um and so I was able to watch this every week. Every week as a new episode comes out, I'm yeah. like on Friday or Saturday looking on the app, watching this show. Um it's this the company that created Gatchaman this series is like their Avengers series. Hmm. And so they're taking all of their popular characters that came out as anime series in the 70s and 80s, um, including Kashan and uh, – oh, I can't remember the, the names of the other characters. But they're, it's these four characters and they're all pulled into this one universe to be with this new character named Emmy. And it's all about creating universes and, and – um, destroying universes and it's almost like a crisis on infinite earths kind of thing if cool. the crisis is being caused by a father who never wants to let go of his daughter and and he actually is the one who's causing these universes to be created and destroyed and everything and it's just really it's only 11 episodes long there's gonna be a movie in february i don't wow. know how i don't know how i'll be able to watch that but um anyway it was exciting for me because it's like oh these are new stories created now and there's also a manga series so i went ahead and, and got the the first volume of the manga series and volume two comes out later this month and I'm like this is this is so cool like i get to see new stories with my old character and the funny so thing cool. the thing that makes me feel a little old is that they they ken is the character but one of the nicknames they call him he's the oldest member of the group they call him grandpa huh. and like all the characters are calling him grandpa and then, and then I look at the description on Wikipedia as I'm like finding out information, and they're like 25 year old Ken. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're calling him Grandpa, but he has like gray hair. Nice. But it's like a frosted gray. Like, is he coloring his hair like that? If he's a superhero ninja, does he have time to color his hair like that? But of course he does. It, it's interesting though because it does get into some deeper themes of friendship and fatherhood and mentors and, and that kind of thing. Well, did so. you just ask if an anime character is coloring their hair? <laughs> yeah, but he in the seventies he just had brown hair. Okay. I mean I'm just saying I'm just saying like people in the anime are born with like bright blue hair and they just have yeah, it. Yeah, but not here. Okay. I mean <laughs> yeah, although some of the bad guys yeah. I will say this. If you do seek this out, some of the character design for some of the female characters, surprise, surprise. Yeah. A little bit sexualized. So. Lame. But anyway, that Infinity Force, I just accidentally found it on this random app that I was trying to see what is this thing on my DVD player. And I ended up with a show that I got to watch every week, brand new, with my, cool. with my old character that I used to run home from school after you know, the bus dropped me off. Yeah, run run up the driveway, true. flip on the television. I didn't even know what the show was called because by the time my bus got there and I got into my basement and turned the TV on, I missed the opening credits. <laughs> so I didn't know what the show was called. I just always came in seven minutes late. And, That's yeah. Nice. What's the name of the app? Oh, uh, Tubi. Tubi. T-U-B-I. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a streaming app and it ha- they have just – I think they have like Kung Fu movies and sci-fi movies and horror movies. And basically I think that whatever they can get licensed, mm. they're going to go and get, but it, it's not really any kind of replacement for say Hulu yeah. or Netflix as far as 
the content you're looking for. It's probably on Crunchyroll also, which is like the it might be. It might be. I haven't streaming. I haven't looked into that. Um, but yeah, and and it's in Japanese um, with subtitles. So yeah, very nice. Steve, you got any more? Of the five, I already did five. We did. All right. Now we've all done our five. I'm good. So it's time to do our one. Our right. one. Here we go. Biggest disappointment of 2017. Who wants to start? Steve, you want to go? I can go. All right. Do it. Go, man. Go. All right, man. This takes a little setup because I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. Oh, I, I just did the massive setup of all setups. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is another thing. It's 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 anime related. So, a couple years ago. I'm not exactly sure how uh, it, it must be like maybe 10 years old. I'm not sure, but uh, there was an anime that, and it was based off a of manga. Of course, they, a lot of them are uh, called death note. And it sounds like a terrible setup because it sounds like something kids might mimic and, you know, do in, in, in high school and stuff and get expelled for it and stuff. Um, basically, uh, the, Steve, if the, I can just stop you there, go ahead. Uh, Kids absolutely got expelled because of the Death Note series. Like they did yeah. the book, right, and got expelled for it. I mean, they were just playing yeah. around, but yeah, yeah. So if if you don't know anything about it, basically there are these death gods, which are like demons, and they can put into reality a a book, and it has some rules about it about what who, how you're supposed to do this. But you can write down a name, and that person will die. So it's it's a notebook of death, death notebook. And um, the original series was uh, episodic. It lasted, you know, 30-something episodes and had character development, had interesting characters, had, uh, you know, just lots of stuff. And people died, you know. I mean, in real, I mean, they were really dead. You know, they didn't come back to life and stuff like that. So, you know, it had a lot of drama, a lot of pathos, a lot of uh, interesting even theological themes that were being discussed because uh, the person who was in charge of this, it, they were almost looked at as like a god. Um, and uh, so watching it, I, I learned I learned it I learned about it through my son, like the one who I talked about before with the the switch and stranger things. It's like his episode this week, I don't know. but anyway, um, I, I learned learned about it through him, and I wanted to watch it just to make sure that he wasn't watching anything crazy or anything. I know a lot of anime can, you know, tend toward the, uh, you know, bad character designs. Let's just say, um, but uh, it it was very interesting, and you know, actually ended. I, I won't ruin it for you, but it, it it doesn't end in a way that's unsatisfying, and it's it just has that really interesting whole push to the whole thing and uh netflix got it the uh, rights to it and decided to make like a a teen high school movie about the whole thing taking you know i don't know how uh, 15 hours worth of of material and putting it into an hour and a half and you know radically changing the characters and character designs and stuff and butchered it <laughs> Um, it had like a lot of bad language. It had, you know, stuff that was just 
you know, uh, characters were changed. Characters that you liked and wanted to see weren't there or were just different. Um, you know, so I, 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 without saying any more, that, that was, a, I, I wish I had an hour and a half back from watching that. <laughs> did you see it, Evan? I did not. And I haven't, I've, I've heard of the original show, but I haven't watched that either. Yeah, I haven't watched the original show. Uh, but I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. Um, and one of the things that, as far as theological ideas, Steve, and I wonder if the comic or not the comic, the uh, the cartoon did this as well. But um, I just get this whenever I watched it, and I'd heard of the concept before. Whenever I watched it, I was just thinking this idea of uh, um, when you you know you look at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery in your heart, mm-hmm. and when you mm-hmm. um, call your brother a fool. You know, you're you're killing him. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, and and just the idea of the responsibility of like writing the name in the book, and then that yep. that person that you wrote the name down ends up dead, mm. right? And uh, just there, there's some interesting ideas in there where, uh, yeah, there there's some really interesting ideas to to talk about. I think, but and also the you know when they when he's choosing the people that die, a lot of times he's choosing people that, you know, in the justice system, it, they've been missed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've been, they've, they're, they've done this horrible, terrible things, but they got a light prison sentence. So they got out of jail early or something like that. So he's picking these people that you would think he's actually doing a service in some way. And, and, you know, it sort of looks at it that way sometimes where you're like, you know, these are people who actually deserve, a fate that was worse than the one they have. So is he just using it to sort of sort that thing out? And is he using it in a good way? And, you know, did the ends justify the means? And, you know, what if you had this power? And it just, it brings up all these different things, especially when you're watching it episodically and you can sort of mull the ideas in your head and the characters and all that different, different stuff. So, you know, and the way that they did it with the movie was just, you know, a butcher job. Evan. All right. What's your, uh, well, I made a Facebook video on this. So if you'd like my full long in-depth review, you can go check it out on our strangers and aliens, Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. But, uh, me and my dad, I grew up, uh, with he and I watching the Bruce, Tim, uh, justice league, Batman, Superman animated series together. Mm -hmm. And so when the Batman team was coming back, all the people were coming back to do this new DC (laughs) animated movie. I was super excited, but then I heard it was Batman and Harley Quinn. (laughs) Now don't get me wrong. I like Harley Quinn, but I like her as a sidekick character to the Joker. Um, and not as the lead character of a thing. Uh, even still, I was like, all right, it's the original team. This looks kind of interesting. I'm going to watch it. Don't watch this movie. (laughs) Do not do it. I have a list of all of the movies that I saw that came out in 2017 ranked from best to worst. Transformers the last night. I would gladly watch again over this film. Wow. Don't do it. Just don't do it. If you'd like the full details, find the video on the YouTube page. 
Yeah. There I is. remember you hating this oh, thing. I hated it. And so I still I I still haven't watched it, but I plan to because Swamp Thing makes an appearance. Me Ben, don't do it. Me and my dad, the whole like half the movie, we are looking at each other across the room, giving each other the look as if to say, Who just farted? For half the movie. Because that movie stunk. But for only half. So the yeah. other half. The other half, you're all good. I, I have to see. <sighs> it's not I worth it, man. do an episode it's about it. It's not worth it. it. <laughs> Swap things in it, but it's not worth it. Uh, <sighs> okay. We should do like a, a mini series of episodes, like five, six, maybe eight episodes, ten episodes about it. You know, <laughs> we could. Into the... We could take as one issue from, from each part of the movie and just do a whole episode on it. It doesn't have to be very <laughs> long episodes, but... Yeah. Uh, okay. And so for me, uh, my I came close with with my, what my w- just low light of of 2017 was. One possible low light would have been because people know I like Swamp Monsters mm-hmm. and Swamp Thing being in that. Sure, whatever. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But Man Thing got his own comic right. series written by R.L. Stein mm-hmm. of Goosebumps fame, and it's horrible. <laughs> I hated it, but I hated wow. something even more than that. And that is the book, not the movie. The movie's not out yet, but the book Ready Player One. I hated this book. <laughs> I only stuck with it. I, I read it because the movie's coming, mm. and I'm thinking, oh, I've heard about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. Um, so I ordered it, and before it came in, from Amazon, um, actually. Uh, uh, Nathan James Norman from the Untold podcast. He and someone else mentioned a podcast they were listening to by Mike Nelson and another guy. Mike Nelson is from Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Tracks. Um, and they were doing a podcast just ripping into this book and just making fun of it. Hmm. And and they mentioned this to me and they're like, it almost makes it worth a read. I'm like, what? What do you mean makes almost makes it worth the read? Like I thought this was a really good book that everyone loves, you know, because bestseller, you know, and that kind of thing. Steven Spielberg's making a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I start reading it and I actually – the podcast had finished by the time I actually started reading it. And so the, it, the podcast was set up like a book club, hmm. you know. So read these chapters, listen to the podcast. Read these chapters, listen to the podcast. And I was reading along and, and listening along and – the podcast at first was like, yeah, this is bad, but the podcast is funny, so I'm going to keep going because this is bad, but the podcast is funny. Mm-hmm. I had a point with the last two episodes of the podcast where I'm just like, this is not making it better. This is <laughs> so bad. It is, the- it is so bad. It, Can you nutshell it? Or- uh, basically, um, it's a list of all the things from the 80s that the author loves, um, but he – May, he writes this list of all these things from the 80s that he loves um, into a science fiction-ish novel about virtual reality. And it's just – it's awful. This There's a, a Bill Gates type guy who is super 80s uh, fan. Uh, he dies in 2040 and sets up – before he died, he created this virtual world. That's basically a MMORG or whatever. Um, that's the most popular thing in the world. And so everyone's in it. And he, when he dies, he has a video will that says that he's left these Easter eggs all over in that um, virtual world. And 
there's a clue and he gives them the first clue and then that'll lead you to the next clue and that'll lead you to the next clue and whoever solves it first inherits his fortune and the rights to the game. Okay. And the the setup, not bad. I think Steven Spielberg can make a good movie out of this mm. book, but the book itself, don't touch it. Don't bother with it. <laughs> it is so bad. There is no character development. The, the main character is someone who honestly is – I don't know. Is there like a step further than Mary Sue? Because this guy doesn't have to worry about anything. Like he is, he is just good at everything he needs to be good at. And then everything he tries to do, he just goes and does it. And it turns out for him. And if it doesn't, it, there's like a lot, there's like a sentence in the, in between lists of all the eighties stuff. There'll be a sentence. I almost didn't make it, but I did. <laughs> and it, I mean, there is just, there is no rising action. It's just a straight line. And when there's any bumps along the road, it's just, I mean, his, his whole neighborhood gets destroyed because of the bad guys. And it's just a minor blip in this character's uh, arc. You know, it's just like this, this minor thing. Oh, well, but I'm, I'm still alive. So I'm going to keep going. Why do you think it does? No, why, why do you think it's it's been doing so well, though? I think it's doing so well because it is a list of all those things. Do you remember for those things from the 80s? You, you mm-hmm. liked those things, right? Guess who else yeah. liked it? The author and the main character and the old guy who died. We all like it together. <laughs> it's just – it's it's awful. Everyone loves a good crossover, Ben. Uh, yeah, a good crossover. Mm. No, there there is moments where the guy becomes Ultraman and fights Godzilla or Mechagodzilla. And you're just like, hey, this could be really cool. But there's no tension. There's no excitement. I mean, um, he describes battles like, well, and then they all just fought and then it was done. And nice. <laughs> so by the time I got to the end of it, I was just I, – I hate this book. I hate this character. Wow. I, oh, it was awful. Just plain awful. All right. Like if you had the Death Note notebook, you would probably write that book in there? I would write the book in the book, yes. <laughs> wow. Would that work? Well, sort of, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what happened after the book dies, but... Maybe I, no I, sequels. I trust that Steven Spielberg can make a good movie. Oh, I'm sure he can. Out of, out of the concept... And already stuff that I've seen from the trailer feels like it's moving away from what was this book having no story. Uh, it feels like it's moving toward a cinematic retelling of the ger- the gem of a good idea. Cool. So. Cool. All right. So that's my worst of 2017. Let's look with hope to the future. To the future. Of 2018. So we did this last year. We go through all of the movies that are coming out that are probably on our radar for the uh, the new year and give our thoughts on them. So Ben and Steve have not read this list, so there might be some on here that they don't know about or don't remember. Uh, so this will be fun. So I didn't even know about the list. Yeah, here we go. So next week... So and, and we're going to talk about a little bit. Are we excited or not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we care? Give us your thoughts. Do you care? Do you not care? Are you excited? Do you hate it? Next week coming out is Batman and Scooby Doo animated movie crossover. 
which is part of the Brave and the Bold yeah, Batman cartoon the Bold. universe kind of thing. They're bringing it back. Is it in the theaters? No. No. But no. we're okay. still excited about it. And, <laughs> and by we, Evan means be? him. You're not excited about this? I'm not excited about it. I Outrageous, think it's a, Ben. I think it's fun-ish, but... Where's it going to be? DVD. DVD. Streaming. Next oh. week? Yeah. All right. January 26th. So, a ways from now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Weeks. It's uh, Maze Runner 3, The Death Cure. I haven't yeah. seen one or two. I don't okay. know anything about that. Yeah. I'm probably going to go see it. Saw the first one. First one's real good. Real good. Second one? Nope. Not good? Not good. Third one? Don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> uh, February 16th, uh, Black Panther. I'm very yes. excited about this yeah. one. Looks very cool. Yeah. Very I'm excited. Asking, I'm asking for tickets for my birthday. Nice. So. Um, also February 16th, Samson. Uh, a friend of mine wrote the novelization of this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm curious what it'll. Is it a Christian movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's like oh. uh, it looks kind of like uh, the production value of uh, what do you call it? Risen. You ever seen that? Okay. I didn't see that. Yeah, no. yeah. I Pre- didn't see it, but it, I know. Yeah, I know of it. Pretty solid. So okay. Um. All right. March 9th, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little mildly, I'm curious. Yeah, mildly interested. I'd yep. like to see what they do with it. I know nothing. I still not read the book. I mean, I I tried reading it when I was in middle school and couldn't get past no elementary school fifth grade couldn't get past the first two chapters. And every single time I've tried to go back to it since then, I just I just haven't been able to get into it. Now it's probably been a good twenty years since I've tried to get back into mm. it. But I thought it was a really fun book. Cool. Um, there were like one point that was a little troubling because a lot of people think it's, uh, you know, a very specifically Christian book. But at one point she sort of lumps Jesus and Buddha into the same thing. So it was kind of weird, but, um, you know, other than that, it it looks, I I'm interested in in seeing the movie and mildly, not like black Panther, black Panther looks like it's going to be the, the, uh, the bees knees. (laughs) All right. Or the Panther's Claw. Mm. The Panther's Claw. March 16th. Actually, there is no such thing as a, just a little aside, there's no such thing as an actual panther animal. So it's kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, Panthera is the name of the, the, the family for all the big cats, but there is no panther animal. But anyway, that's not here or there. Go ahead. But is there a black panther animal? No, the black no? panther is, is a um, jaguar. It's usually a, a leopard or a cheetah oh. that has the opposite of um, uh, I think it has melanin or something like that. It's uh, the opposite of of albinism, so it's it's instead of white, it's black. Huh. So usually when people think it's something is a panther, it's a black a leopard or a black jaguar or a black. Uh, uh, Cheeto. I did not know that. Um, all right. Uh, March 16th, Tomb Raider. Not very interested. Didn't see the first one. Well, this I know is, it has nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah, reboot. I'm, I'm curious about it. It looks like it looks like the game. Yeah. You know, uh, as far as some of the things that they're doing with the stunts in the in the trailer anyway. Um, and they're... It looks like the kind of thing that I wouldn't mind watching, but it's not the kind of thing that I'm really excited about, like seeking it out and going for it. Same. Uh, I, I used to play uh, 
play the game on my computer. The I think it was like the first one or the second one. I couldn't get past the first part of the first level. <laughs> um, but then I just went around in the training mode because the training mode is just her big giant mansion. You can just go and ex- <laughs> I explored that forever because <laughs> no one's trying to kill you. No. Yeah, that was one. It was it was interesting <laughs> playing that one using the keyboard. Yeah, you know to to get around because I didn't have a, a, a joystick controller kind mm. of thing. I just had to use ASDF and JKL colon. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, March twenty third, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh man, are yeah, you excited? So oh, I will be there. <sighs> yep. See, I'm strangely not excited for this. I think but you don't have to be excited for it. But I, no, I love the first one. I l- really like the first one. But the second one, the trailers just aren't doing it for me. So hopefully, I'll like it. I I really like the first one. So yeah, I yeah, I don't even remember the trailer. Okay. Yeah. I wish I wish they had done like Atlantic Rim, Indian Atl- Ocean Rim. They did Atlantic Rim. Yes, it's one of the Asylum, <laughs> uh, Mockbusters. Yes. Yeah. It's. Yep. Awful. You watched it? <laughs> oh man, I didn't finish it, but I did start it, and it is so bad. <laughs> well, I assume it would be. Um, okay. Also, March twenty third, Sherlock Gnomes. Not interested at all. I've never heard of it. In the words that you just said, I don't think you should have ever said. <laughs> have you seen Nomeo and Juliet? Of course not. Nomeo no. and Juliet is. Good. I like that was a that Disney one. movie though, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. It's very funny. All star cast. So I don't think it was made by Disney, but I think it was distributed by Disney. I think it's got uh, what's his name, James. Oh, Mac- good old what's his name, James good. McAvoy and uh, Michael Caine and other people. Ugh. And Patrick Stewart. <sighs> that means nothing. Slumming. <laughs> yeah, I know it doesn't no. mean anything. He plays William Shakespeare though. He's also uh. bald. All right, March thirtieth. God's not dead. Three probably won't be there. <laughs> you know, I saw one, and you know, as as much as I understand what they were trying to go for, I didn't. It, it wasn't like a, a a really huge sell. You know, I mean, there were some interesting parts to it, and it was an interesting discussion thing for kids. Uh, didn't see God's Not Dead two. Two was so. not bad. Um, they're they're not like I'm not gonna go see them in theaters, but I'll probably watch it on DVD. Two wasn't bad. Yeah, I'd probably see it on DVD when it comes out. Uh, also March thirtieth, so you have to choose between God's Not Dead and Ready Player One. Hmm. I don't think there's that, really a choice to be made there. I do want to see the movie. Huge sell on the book. I, I guess. Hey man, the book. <laughs> I'm just saying the trailers look a thousand times better than the book. So, okay. well, duh, the book is just words. The book is just a <laughs> list, and sometimes it doubles up the list. Like, you, yeah. Uh, April thirteenth, New Mutants. Yeah, I'm really curious about this one. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I haven't really heard that much about it, it's, but I really enjoyed the New Mutants comic book. Well, this is X Men horror movie, yep. is what it is. And if you watch the trailer, you are absolutely watching a trailer for a horror movie. It's just that the teenage victims are mutants. Okay. And I probably will not see this one in who theaters, the, uh, at least. Who are the characters? Do we know? I don't remember, but you can watch the trailer. There, there's a couple 
they're recognizable as new mutants. Yeah. Um, if I went and saw this, it would take me back to the first time I watched the X-Men movie in theaters in which I had to leave because I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a horror movie. So, (laughs) all right. April 20th rampage and looks interesting. Yeah. Another video game movie. I can't believe they're adapting this into a a film and they're giving it some sort of plot. (sighs) Yeah, but I love I love the the fact that they're trying. Yeah. You know? I mean I I love Battleship, so I might love this. (laughs) I really love Battleship. Okay. Also on April twentieth, hypothetically, not confirmed, but maybe Cloverfield three. Yeah, they moved the date on that one. Hmm. It's supposed to come out this year. Or, or 2017. Was what's it? The, it was. Because I, I don't know when that date that you got was, but I just saw something this week saying it was getting pushed back. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. May 4th. Avengers. Avengers. We, we will be there. I'm more excited. To, I'm more excited about Black Panther. What? Yep. Yeah, I am. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe if if I were to to like make a, a a road trip to see any movie with you guys in the near future of all the movies that I know of, I think Avengers this next one would would be the one. Do it, Steve. Uh, I'll I'll try. Join us. You know, I, I, so I only have what you know five months to pull this together. Yeah, yeah. Five months to pull it together. So it's possible. And and by try you mean I'll bring it up on Google Maps and take a look at the route. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but, All right, I, I'm. That's probably my number one that I'm looking forward to for the year. Yeah, I, I'm more more excited right now for Black Panther, and I don't know if it's proximity, mm-hmm. just because it's coming sooner. And so in my mind, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. But and I, it's not to say I'm not excited about Avengers. It's just yeah, I'm more right. excited about Black Panther. All right, looks really good. May twenty fifth, Solo. A Star Wars story. Yeah, so we're moving away from December, yeah. from Christmas break. Not a fan. Of doing it in May? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I know that's the classical release date, but I like Star Wars at Christmas. Well, because Star Wars at Christmas took the place of Hobbit at Christmas. Yeah. Which took the place of Narnia, kind Lord of, of at Rings. Christmas. And then Lord of the Rings at Christmas yeah. before that. And Harry Potter, I think, was before Hobbit. Mm. That was like a yeah, but I didn't see those. Okay. Just um, the first two. June 1st, Deadpool 2. Nope. Nope. No. All right. June 15th, Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that yep. was so soon. Yeah. Okay. Super That's excited. So finally getting there then. Get it? Super excited. That's what yep. I am. Okay. June 22nd. Okay. Mm, I might be more excited about this one than Avengers. Mm, probably not. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, so that's this summer too. It is. Huh. Okay. Love me I some Jurassic Park. Much, I haven't watched much Jurassic stuff since <gasps> the 90s. So. Well, there's only been one since the 90s. Let's see. That's how much I knew. <laughs> but I, right? like Jurassic World 3 was, was in the 90s still, wasn't it? Jurassic Park 3? Yeah, I Jurassic Park 3. that was in the aughts. Oh, maybe. Uh, Steve, you haven't seen Jurassic World? No, I haven't. Go see it, man. 
All right, all right. What, so what's good. it on? Hulu or something? Uh, not that I know no, of. No, it's on expensive DVDs. Um, um, okay, July 6th, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, of all the Marvel movies, that's the one I'm third most excited about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that more than Black Panther. Really? Look- yeah. You you know what you're going to get with that one, though, right? You're going to get the stuff you hate from Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok. Like, Ant-Man is the one where they're going to give you jokey joke jokes. Yeah. But I was expecting that from Ant-Man. And it is consistent with his character, unlike Thor. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would have been fine with Thor Ragnarok if Thor was still Thor. Everybody else can be jokey jokey. I'm fine. All right. Yeah. All right. And I'm fine with Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Um, all right. July 20th. Alita Battle Angel. I'm really curious about that one. I read the manga about 20 years ago. Okay. And this is something I know James Cameron has been trying to get this made for about 20 years. Like around the time when I was becoming aware of internet movie news, this is one of those things that kept coming up as in production or in pre-production rather. And it's still, it's produced by him, but not directed by him. Okay. But there was a long while where like every couple of years, He's doing it. No, he's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm interested. I'll probably wait. I, I don't know. If you're going to go see it, I'll go see it with you. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm seeing it in theaters, okay. but I'm I'm really curious about it. I'll see it eventually. Yeah, so if I'm, I'm still there, like after hanging out with you guys with the Avengers, if I'm still mm, there. Yep. After two know. months. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you Sleeping on your place. guys' couches. Yeah. yeah, you know, I don't mind you visiting, but I'm not sure about the whole two months thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a discussion. We'll, we'll talk. July 27th, Mission Impossible 6, featuring Henry Cavill's mustache. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't followed the series, so. I'll see it. I've admitted it before. I really like Tom Cruise movies. So, I'll see it. (laughs) I don't mind Tom Cruise movies. (laughs) I don't know. I just really like He's not the reason I like them, though. Edge of Tomorrow, Night and Day. Mission Impossible 4. I like them. Okay. Um, this one also on July 27th, competing against Mission Impossible 6, which I was not aware that this existed until I looked up this movie list. Teen Titans Go to the movies. Yeah, you didn't know about that? No. That's cool. Why? <laughs> Why? Why not? Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that show? Yeah, oh I love that show. Goodness. It's a fun show. It is funny. It's awesome. I, so I won't stupid. be seeing this in theaters. It's so but. stupid, but it's funny. I might take the kids. Okay, I I'm gonna I should go see it with my dad because he loves this show. All right, August three, The Predator. Yeah, I think I'll be there for that. Uh, that that's depending on content, but okay. Is yeah. that a, a prequel or what is that? Uh, I don't know, but Shane Black is directing, and he did. I know Shane Black. Probably not that Shane Black. No, Shane but. Black directed Iron Man three okay. and wrote wrote Lethal Weapon, I think. And he's he, also a revivalist on Life Action's Red Team. No, okay, no, no, different, different guy. Former chiropractor. <laughs> no. Okay, no, no, no. Um, but uh, yeah, this this looks like we could be getting back into some good action movie stuff with that. So. Okay. August eighth, Barbie. Will not be there. Mm. Why is that on the list? It's yeah, I'm I'm curious because it's an iconic toy. We're about iconic toys. So. Not and all plus iconic Barbie toys. is sometimes a mermaid fantasy. Hello. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> is well, it a, a Pixar thing or is it a? No, I don't. I don't think so. 
I don't. It might be live action. I have know nothing about it. I just saw it on the on the list of movies coming out. Live um, action, huh? I don't know. September twenty first, Robin Hood. Again. Hmm. Who's do, who's doing it? No idea. I don't know anything about that either. So anyone starring or? I don't know. That's all you got. I just saw it on yeah. the list. If it looks good, I might go see it. Uh, September twenty eighth, Smallfoot. I saw a trailer for that, and it doesn't look good. like you would poke your eyes out from watching it, but it also <laughs> doesn't look that good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was it Matt Damon? I, I don't know. The whole idea is, um, like, we talk about Bigfoot as this mythological thing that might be out there, and they talk about us in the same way. Uh, and so Smallfoot is we are small a human. Foot. Gotcha. And, and it's like the thing that you – that they tell their children about and it's kind of a scary creature hmm. the small foot with his uh short stubby teeth and his hairless body yeah. and you know, that kind <laughs> nice. of thing okay right. i give it a shot no there's, there's there's definitely some there's the kernel of some good ideas there i think the the character design turned me off but i'll give it a shot hmm. october 5th venom yeah, I'm really curious about this Starring one too. Starring Tom Hardy, rated R. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really curious about this. Like, where are they going with this? And how will it tie with Spider-Man? Yeah. Well, it's that's the question because it's Sony. Disney doesn't have anything to do with it, right? Um, but Sony's been talking about wanting to take the Spider-Man universe and spin it out into their own cinematic universe, right. and that Spider-Man in the MCU is in their Spider-Man universe. And so it's like they're not official MCU as far as Disney is concerned. Mm -hmm. But as far as Sony is concerned, Disney can't do anything about it. Right. Because Disney has brought Spider-Man into their storyline. Because Sony, right. could, they can put Tom Hardy or, mm -hmm. or whatever his name is. What's the kid's name? It's not Tom Hardy. What is it? Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. So they could put him in the Venom movie. They can. Yeah. The question is, will they? I, I hope so. I mean, where does Venom get his Spider-Man-like look? You know, well, he doesn't necessarily have to have the Spider-Man look. You just you take the spider. Venom? Well, you just take the spider off his chest, and he's fine. You All know. Right. And Agent Venom is yeah. I mean, there's there's some possibilities there. Agent Venom that you cool. could do some storylines that don't need Spider-Man as part of them. All right. October twelfth. Goosebumps 2. Haven't seen Goosebumps 1, but want to. I like Jack Black enough, and the movie looked good enough, but won't be seeing this one in theaters. No. Okay, let me... Ben, can you prime yourself to look this up? The, uh, October 26th is Overlord. Okay. And I remember looking it up, and I'm like, oh, that seems interesting. But I can't now remember what it was about. Overlord... 2018 film. Paramount. Bad Robot. Ooh, J.J. Abrams. A group of American soldiers work together on D-Day to overcome the Nazis and their new secret weapon, a tar-like serum that turns those injected into zombies. Hmm. Interesting. I read a different I description. I don't think it's interesting enough for me to go out of my way to watch it it's interesting enough for me to go out of my way <laughs> huh all right 
On November 2nd, we have a triple threat. All right. Mulan. Live action. Live action remake. Um, we'll see. And then another Disney movie made same studio and everything. Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Hmm. Starring uh, Morgan Freeman as Herr Drosselmeyer. Okay. Uh, and then X-Men Dark Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah, I know which one of those I'm not seeing and which one of those I'm probably seeing and which one of those I'm never seeing. (laughs) (laughs) Which one are you never seeing? Uh, Probably New Mulan. Oh, really? Yeah. It sounds like something that I might take my daughter to or something. I'll probably watch them all. It doesn't have a lot of... I have always said that the Nutcracker, if you take away all the ballet, you still have the... the, the, There's a really good movie in there. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, with with the fantasy stuff and the the mouse or the rat king and the um yeah. there's there's good action adventure movie in there cool sounds like they're going a little further than just what I'm talking about yeah but mm-hmm. um November 9th how the Grinch stole Christmas yes uh big sky blue sky blue sky yep um animated. I have thoroughly enjoyed all of their Dr. Seuss adaptions, Blue Skies. They've done Horton Hears a Who and Lorax. Lorax. They were great. Lorax is one of my favorites. It's really great. Yeah. I, I, I just find their movies to be good, not great. Most of them, yeah. Um, although I would say Peanuts. Peanuts was very that's, good. And I was really – I really enjoyed that mm. a lot. Peanuts I liked, yeah. I don't know if they can get an hour and a half or two – hours out of the Grinch story. well they've already done it once yeah they did it before and I really liked that one and I hated it really really yeah, hated it awful awful wonderful I think is yeah. the word you're looking for um awful, okay awful. Well, it's only wonderful if you're accepting that there is no source material yeah <laughs> like if you're saying the source material means nothing as a, as an original movie maybe I could accept that it's wonderful I don't know but if you're if if you if you completely want to disrespect the source material, then great. They put every bit of the source material in there. Except they turned all the source material on its head with all the extra stuff they added in. I disagree. Um, they give the Grinch motivation for why he's the way he yeah, is. Yeah, because the Whos aren't really good. That's my but problem. They learn. No, no. The whole idea is he has this grudge against them that they don't deserve. That's that's the whole point of the book is that yeah. he is this guy who just has this grudge and they change him because they they're just they're nice and they're good. Yeah. Yeah. And then the live action movie, they're not. Yeah. But they it's learn like they Cindy Lou Who is it just it just it really bugs me mm-hmm. that they just said, no, we're just going to. All Make the it, reasons you don't like it are the reasons that I do like it. Well, that's interesting. It it doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, because the book itself is just so simple and so pure, yeah. the movie takes that simplicity and innocence and purity and strips it away to make a modern, cynical thing. There's lots more to talk about this, but we're going to yeah. keep going. Um also on November 9th, Holmes and Watson. I guess there's a new Sherlock Holmes movie. That's two Sherlock Holmes movies in one year. Well, one Sherlock Holmes movie and one uh, Sherlock Gnomes movie. Yeah. 
or there's a bit of satire. Only one of those Netflix Sherlock Holmes is played by Johnny Depp. It's so the is, is, it, is it a new Johnny Depp movie? No, Holmes and Watson is what Will is Ferrell. Oh, no. It's Sherlock Holmes. Oh, dear. And That's John true. C. Riley is Watson. That is awesome. Oh, uh, it's a mystery action comedy. Nice. I'll probably see it because my wife is a huge uh, Sherlock Holmes fan. Not Sherlock Gnomes fan. So Steve, I don't think we'll be seeing that. Johnny okay. Depp is playing Sherlock Gnomes, so. You know, because he, he still, he doesn't need to work, but he still wants to. Yep, yep. Um, November 16th, Fantastic Beasts 2. I still haven't seen Fantastic Beasts 1. Yeah. It is okay. Okay. Um... November 21, okay. This, actually, this might be the one I'm most excited for all year, and it's Wreck-It Ralph 2. Ralph Breaks the Internet. That looks good. Yeah. Oh, that, see that. Mm, that should be good. Mm. But there's a part of me that's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Will it Will it actually? I have faith. I just, I love that movie, the first one. The first one's so good. It is very good. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that they're not, that they're skipping the consoles and they're just going straight to like internet stuff. Mm. But maybe mm-hmm. the third one, if they do a third one, they'll, they'll go hey, back. You know, you know how Wreck-It Ralph references all these old like video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just like these, these nostalgic references and all that kind of thing. Ready player one, the book is Wreck-It Ralph stripped of all character that you like. <laughs> all right. All right. So just imagine that where you just you're walking down a hall and there's all these references. But you don't care what happens to the character <laughs> and you wow. don't care that yeah. Okay. Um December 14th, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This looks really interesting. Yes. I'm excited to see this. I did when they announced that they were doing an animated Miles Morales movie, I was like, sure you are. Sure you are. We'll see. <laughs> but they're doing it. They're actually doing it. I am very impressed. And I hope I, yeah, I hope we get to a good movie out of that. Um, also on December 14th, Mortal Engines. That looks interesting. Looks very I don't know anything about the source material. Neither do I. But the, the trailer with Star Wars was yeah. this weird, wild thing. The city of London oh, that's is right, that's right. in Mad Max. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's Mad Max, but you're not driving trucks and cars. You're driving. The you're city driving of the city of London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that looked interesting. So, interesting. and it's Peter Jackson, right? I think he's I directing think so, it. Yeah, yeah. I think so yeah, very yeah. interesting. Okay, December twenty one, Aquaman. Oh, that's this year. That is this year. Wow. Okay. Well. We'll see how Christmas, that goes. A little Christmas gem. I feel like you would do that in the summer because it makes you want to go to the beach. I don't know. He's going to be up north like he was in this last one. Wasn't he up north? I don't I know. So. Um, maybe it will make you not want to go to the beach because there's going to be lots of sharks and undertoes and things. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Uh, December 25th, Christmas Day, Mary Poppins returns. I do not want to see that. Okay. I just not at all. I don't want. I, I don't want a sequel to this. It doesn't seem like it needs a sequel. Well, really, how many things actually need a sequel? Right. Like, Some true. do. The movies that you end with 
to be continued in the sequel, you need the sequel. Mm. But yeah, there's there's some things where I just feel yeah, we can leave that one alone. But yeah, there's money to be made. So no, that's okay. All right, is it? It's a Disney thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've got three here with no dates, but are supposed to be coming out in 2018. Okay, and these are the last three: Batman Ninja. Yes, that is supposed to be coming out in 2018, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be a DVD direct to video release Correct. here. Yep. Um because it's the a Ninja Batman it's a Batman oh. anime movie where he goes back in time to feudal Japan except there's giant robots. It looks good. <laughs> it looks like my kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just going to put it that way. It's not only him, it's like apparently it's the whole Batman family and the and Joker and Very interesting. We will see. Another anime, Godzilla, the anime movie. That looks really good, too. I'm hoping that one gets like a Fathom event. I'm sure it will. uh, You know, a day or two, but like Shin Godzilla. But Mm -hmm. yeah, man, that looks so good. The first movie of the trilogy is what they're they're talking about. (laughs) See, that's a movie that needs a sequel. (laughs) Okay. And then the last one. And uh, this might be in the running for my favorite also, is apparently we're getting a two-part movie, part one and part two, of the death and return of Superman. Oh, yeah. I had heard about that. Yeah. So it's an animated, direct-to-DVD sort of thing. Probably get a fathom event out of it. Like they did, so with, not, like they did with Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight uh, not Not based on the live-action death of Superman no, based so on the comic book, Death of Superman. Yeah, based on... That they've already done once yes, in the animated form. They've already done it once, and it was... Meh. It wasn't good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if they're going to do it like they did with The Dark Knight Returns, it's going to be a super faithful adaption. Um, and I cannot wait. Because that means we're going to get, like, Guy Gardner is going to be in there, and the Eradicator with his sunglasses. We'll and, see. Ah, <laughs> I'm so excited. I want it to happen. Superboy <laughs> with the earring and the leather jacket and the leg thing on his thigh. What is that? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Why does he wear this, like, leg belt? Superman does, too. When he comes back in the black suit, he's got, like, the, the extra clips for his giant guns. <laughs> I can't wait. Mullet Superman is coming. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, man. Because, I mean, yeah, The Dark Knight Returns, they were pretty faithful to the art style yeah. of, of Frank Miller's graphic novel. So And they, they put in, like, every part of the whole thing. Well, and that one, I mean, that's that's of the time, too. It's yeah. an 80s thing. Mm-hmm. but And this is a 90s thing where you um, have thigh belts. Yeah. The difference being, I think this is a little more timeless. Dark Knight Returns? No, Dark Knight Returns was of a time. Okay. Like it had to be in that time to really adapt it well. Hmm. But I think Superman, death of Superman and, and that. Oh, so you're saying you could change the aesthetic. I think that with death of Superman, you could update the aesthetic gotcha. to a more modern feel. Oh, I guess you could. I, I hope we get the nineties. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> one way or another. I don't know what they have planned. I'm just saying that that's a little more timeless you're in right. the way you could do. You could do that story in different eras. It doesn't have to be 90s to, to feel right. You're right. So, well, I think that's it then, gentlemen. That yep. is a look in the past, a look to the future, and 
a little rant in between. But um, there was a um, one more thing that I wanted to bring up is a TV thing and not a movie thing. Okay. But I just found out about it as I was like logging in to to get on the podcast. Uh, Hulu is doing a new season of Animaniacs. What? No yeah. way. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Interesting. I'm looking forward to that. I'm loving these show revivals, man. <laughs> well, I mean, Netflix for next year is doing is now doing season two of Jessica Jones, season two of Luke Cage, and season three of Daredevil. That's mm-hmm. all coming in this year. Um, getting more Voltron. Yeah. Probably getting more yeah. Troll Hunters. Yep. Voltron's um, good. Yeah. So, okay. Why have we done a Voltron episode? I don't know. We should. You know what? Maybe we should just wait till season three the, or the show's over so we can talk about the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe. Well, but who knows? Is it going to be over? That could be years. Be the last season? Who knows? Yeah. We should do one. All right. Well, that's it then. You got any final words before we shut this one down? Steve, you've already kind of done your final word, but maybe you have something else to share before we... Okay, I'll leave that as my final word. All right. My final word is Young Justice Season (laughs) 3. Woohoo! Is that a thing? It is a thing. It's coming. (laughs) Hopefully this year. And, of course, my final word is thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What'd you th- what do you think about the last year of movies and books and comics? And what are you excited about for this coming year? And, uh, yeah, beyond that, wherever life is taking you, wherever your journey is going, just don't let it take you to Ready Player One. That book, <laughs> stay away from it. <laughs> but if you do try and read it, I do wish you Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter where we are at strangeandalien or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. It's funny. Did I start recording?